This is the Insurance Buzz, where we discuss selling insurance in today's time, generating time and financial freedom in your agency, and what's trending in our industry. I'm your host, Michael Weaver, and in this episode, we talk about the importance of going back, doing a quarter one audit to help set yourself up for success for quarter two, quarter three, and quarter four. With that being said, let's start the show. Hey, welcome to the Insurance Buzz. This is your host, Michael Weaver. And today, well, if you haven't done your quarter one audit yet, this is your reminder to get it done. And that is what this episode is all about. We're going to be talking about things that you should be looking at from quarter one to make sure that you're going to have a successful quarter two, quarter three, and quarter four. So let's get into it. If you have not grabbed a cup of coffee, maybe it's later at night, maybe maybe an alcoholic beverage, maybe just some water, whatever, but we are going to get buzzed on the buzz today. So let's do this. So number one, what went well? What went well in your business, in your life, in quarter one. So from a business standpoint, production, team, money, what went well? Did you hit your goals? So like if, if, if I'm sitting down right now doing a quarter one audit, I'm going to list out all my goals I had. So auto, fire, life, health, investments, banking, whatever it may be. I'm going to measure it out. I'm going to figure out this was the goal. This is where we ended up. Same thing with money. Okay. Money. And and we're going to get into this here in a second. So let's just, let's stick with production right now. And and I would encourage you to create a scale of a scale of one to 10 and rate yourself on how your office, how you, how your team performed in quarter one, are they above the five mark? Are they below the five mark? I mean, is it an eight out of 10 or is it a one, two, or three? Um, and really rate yourself on different criteria. So not only goals, but your team's attitude, the culture of your office, your processes and systems, your customer experience. So really, really take a, a deep dive into your agency from a quarter one standpoint. And so when you measure the things that went well, the the goals you did hit, for example, how did you hit those goals? I really want to think about that. How did you hit your goals? What activities led to results? And you have three months worth of data to measure. So go back and pull all the data you can, pull all the reports you can. The whole purpose of doing this is to work on the business. It's going to force you to work on the business versus in the business. It's going to force you to become a better agency owner, a better leader. You have to know what is going on in your business. And I always love 90 days worth of data. Data is key. And data... The only way that you, you're going to be able to measure, so data has to be measurable and it has to be tracked. That's the only way you're going to make changes. If, if quarter one did not go as planned, 
but you don't change moving forward, what makes you think that quarter two will go any better or quarter three or quarter four? So if you did fall short on your goals, now is the time to nip it in the ass. Now is the time to make the change necessary. Without change, there will be no change. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. Now, if you blew your goals out of the water, maybe you need to increase your goals a little bit. So, what went well? How did you hit your goals? How did you hit your goals? If you fell short, what were the numbers? If you did hit them, what were the numbers? If you exceeded them, what were the numbers? And what I mean by what were the numbers? What were the numbers that allowed you to get there? What were the what was the activity? So, what was the marketing? Where did your leads come from? What was the conversion on quotes? If, for example, if your office did a thousand quotes over a three month period, how many of those quoted households did you close or did your office close? And I would make it from an office standpoint, and then I would break it down to per producer. So that's where I would very first start is what you did well. What led to the success? And then obviously, what did you fall short on? So what did you fall short on? What did the agency fall short on? From a team standpoint, break it all the way down to the team members. What did the team members do well? What did they exceed in? What did they fall short in? And why did they either exceed or fall short through activities? And it's all about the law of averages. So what led to falling short? So that you now have the information to correct it. Does that make sense? Hopefully that makes sense. If you're enjoying this episode, all right, we're we're getting buzzed on the buzz today. So if you're enjoying this episode, give us a five-star review. It'd mean the world. Um, But now, because after after you've figured out, I'm going to touch base on this here in a second, but not only are we going to focus on quarter one, now it's how can we forecast quarter two? Do we need to change our goals? Do the goals stay the same? What's the team capacity right now? Are you hiring? Are you firing? What does that look like? Is your team going to be out more on vacation? So forecast quarter two. Set your team, set your agency, set yourself up for success by forecasting quarter two. Get it on the calendar the next 90 days. April, May, June, get it on the calendar. If people have vacations, whatever it may be, if you're going to be out of the office, get this stuff on the calendar. This is going to provide communication and clarity in your office, okay? So forecast quarter two. Now let's talk about money. Money is one of my favorite things to talk about. So, and and we're going to to touch base on a couple different things. money perspectives right now. So number one, from an agency standpoint, you have to know where your money is going. I see so many business owners and agency owners that just throw money at the wall. They just throw money at these different marketing tactics and strategies. And that's that's great and that's fine, but you have to measure where your money's going. That's the part that usually gets gets forgotten. 
you can't just throw money at something and hope it works. You have to track it. You have to measure it. And so you have three months of data right now to go back and look at every dollar you spent. So number one, I'd print off bank statements. I'd print off bank statements. I'd print off credit card statements. Where is your money going? And you need to detail this. So how much money did you spend in marketing? With the different marketing avenues you did, so whether it's internet leads, whether it's online uh, marketing, whether it's whatever it may be, community events, you need to detail all of this. You need to figure out how much money you spent in each category of marketing. And then you need to measure what production came from those marketing dollars, what production came from those internet lead providers? What production came from those community events? What production came from that online marketing? Because this is going to allow you to see a really, really good snapshot of your agency, where your money's going, and what your return is on your marketing spend. For example, if you spent $10,000 on internet leads over the last three months, and your office did a ton of quotes, but you didn't close anything, well, you may want to change that, all right? And the same, and look, internet leads is just an example. Community events, if you're out in the community, and and community events are, look, some marketing dollars are going to have a hard ROI to, to track and measure because as you all know, listening to this, sometimes community events, they might not, be that instant gratification. It's more of that long-term play. So it really goes back to you as the individual agency owner and the goals for your marketing spend. Most importantly, know where your money is going and know what it equates to. That's, that's, that's what I'm trying to get through to you here. Now, not only are you trying to figure out where your money's going and what the return on that is, but also Check your check your credit card statements, check your debit card statements. If you use debit cards, check your bank statements. Figure out all these recurring charges over the last 90 days that are on those statements that you may not even know about, that you might be able to get out of your budget. You might be able to look right now at three months worth of statements and be like, wow, this is a constant charge on a month-to-month basis, and I don't even know what this is. Number one, figure out what it is. Number two, if you don't need it, there's some money you just saved that you can invest back in your business. You invest into your checking and savings account. You invest in your investments, whatever you need that money for. But you know as well as I do that more than likely, you've got some money out there. You've got got a charge or two out there that you may have forgot about that you can get rid of right now. So here's your reminder to also go through and check your statements. The checker gets what the checker checks, not only with your team, but with yourself. So make sure you get your money right. Get your money right. You are a business owner. You are an agency owner. You're in business for profit. Get your money right. Know where your money is going. From a team standpoint, okay, from a team standpoint. Well, actually, let's go back real fast. So number one, you also got to figure out what your strategy is going to be moving forward in quarter two, kind of like I talked about with the production. The same thing with marketing. If you need to make changes, make changes. If you're not happy with a certain marketing source, just stop. 
Don't continue to do it if you're not happy with it. Make the change that you need to make. So, also look at that. All right, let's go to team now. Capacity, culture, training. Say so, from a capacity standpoint, are you at the capacity you want to be? Now, in talking with agency owners every single week, every single month, I know that a lot of you out there are struggling right now with recruiting. So my question for you is, is how can you make your current team as good as possible? How can you make your current team as good as possible while continuing to continue to recruit and find the right person for your office? Because capacity can be an excuse. Capacity can be an excuse. Right now, I mean, we're living through the great resignation. Literally. And it's wild, okay? It's like unlike anything we've ever seen in the history. But we're living through it and we have to deal with it. It cannot become an excuse. So how are you going to maximize the current team you have? How are you going to light them up? How are you going to make sure that your current team doesn't get burnt out and quits on you to go somewhere else? That's that's the real question I have for you. Most agents I talk to are like, well, we're understaffed. We feel like we're drowning. And how many of you, when I say that, how many of you are like, you feel that? Like, yeah, we're drowning. Yeah, we're running around. Yeah, it's, it's really busy. So my question for you is if you feel that, don't you think your team feels that? And so if your team feels that, how can you make sure that you're taking care of your team, that they don't feel overwhelmed, that they don't feel like they're coming into an office and and they're drowning every single day? Are you going to maybe change your leadership style? Maybe you offer maybe time blocks. Maybe you take a, a group lunch. I don't know, just some ideas. But the last thing you want is your current team, your solid team, your foundational team to get burnt out because of capacity issues. And so here's a reminder, take care of your current team, take care of your people. And that leads me into, and recruit, you have to be recruiting. You have to be looking for that next person. But here we go. Don't just hire to hire. Hire because it's the right fit for your office, for your team, for your culture, the worst thing that you can do is hire the wrong person just to put a butt in a chair to answer a phone. That is the last thing. And and look, we've all been there. As a young agency owner, a young business owner, I used to do the same thing. I would hold on to people just so I would have a butt in a chair. They may not have been a great office fit. They may not have been a culture fit. I was like, well, it's better than nothing. When in all reality, it's not better than nothing. It's actually worse because every time I ever experienced turnover in the office and I had to let somebody go, production typically increased. The office morale increased. And so here we go. Number one, is your team the team you want it to be? And number two, you always got to be recruiting just like you always got to be prospecting. So From a recruiting standpoint, telling your current customers you're looking. Have your team tell their friends that you're looking. 
Get it out into the community. The only way you're going, put it on social media. You have to be always recruiting. You got to be making it public. And that leads me to something else. Is you, are you attractive to new hires? Which leads me into culture. What's your culture like? When somebody walks in your office, are they going to want to be like, yep, I'd like to work here. Are they going to be like, wow. Wow, this office <laughs> is dead. It's dead. All right. So are you attractive to new hires? What's your office culture like? What's your culture like? Are you building a team of, of winners? Is it a fun work environment? Now, obviously, you're going to work hard, but are you playing hard? Are you celebrating? Are you celebrating, celebrating the little wins just like you celebrate the big wins? What are you doing from a communication standpoint? What are you doing to develop yourself and your team? If there's one thing that, a, that more and more hires, I'm getting feedback on this from agents. How am I going to be trained? What's my development look like? If I come and work with you, what's the mission? What's the vision? How am I going to grow? both personally and professionally. So when you do have that rock star come to you, are you attractive to them? Are you investing in yourself? Are you investing in your people? And are you investing in your agency? How are you developing a winning culture? How are you developing that culture that that you want to be a part of, that your team wants to be a part of, that the community wants to be a part of? So this is a reminder to think about these things. As an agency owner, it's so easy to get sucked into the business and working in the business day after day after day, hour after hour after hour. Here's your reminder. Take a day or two out of the office and do a quarter one audit and plan for quarter two. And then have a team meeting, maybe a maybe an out of the office for a full day type of team meeting. And get your team's feedback. Bring your team in on this. What went well in quarter one? What would we like to see changed in quarter two? How can we knock quarter two out of the park? How can you, as the agency owner, as the leader, Help your team be as efficient and productive as possible while loving coming to work every single day. But the only way you're going to be able to figure these things out, the only way you're going to set yourself up for success for quarter two, for quarter three, for quarter four, is if you do it right now is if you measure what's going well, what's not going well, and for the things that's not going well, what do we need to do to change that? The only way you're going to change your money situation is if you know where your money's going. The only way you're going to build that culture in your office that you dream about, that you want, is if you do the things necessary to build the culture you want, to have the right people, to be investing in developmental programs, or you can do it yourself. You have to do something to develop your people. 
Most importantly, what do you enjoy about what you do? What do you enjoy about what you do? What does your team enjoy about what they do? And then how can you do more of that on a daily, weekly basis? All right, my friends. I hope that you benefited from this today. I hope you liked it. I hope you got some takeaways. I would love to know your takeaways. If you're listening to this, make sure you uh, you check out the show notes um, and, and text me, hashtag the buzz, and uh, let me know what you thought of this episode. If you need help at all, feel free to reach out. I'd love to have a conversation with you. Um, as always, if you if you like this episode, please go in, give us a five-star review, let us know your experience. And as always, time is the most valuable and important asset that we all have. I appreciate you spending just a few moments with me today. Now, go out and make it great, my friends. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Insurance Buzz. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others post about it on social media, and leave a rating and review. If you want to take your insurance agency to the next level and join our community, simply check out Weaver Sales Academy at www.weaversa.com. Again, that's www.weaversa.com. Or visit the show notes on our new and current programs we have available exclusively for you. As always... Time is the most valuable and important asset that we all have, and I appreciate you spending it with me. See you on the next episode.